And welcome to the Ascend Television Network and welcome to our flagship program entitled Second Chances. My name is Greg Hennis. I'm your host and we want to thank you for joining us. This program each and every uh, time that we are blessed to have guests, it's just so exciting because by this program we all get to find out just how much Jesus loves each and every one of us, you know. Jesus loves us so much that no matter what we've done, it could be something little, it could be something really bad, or it could be something in between. It doesn't matter. And you know why it doesn't matter? Because Jesus loves us, and he wants to forgive us. Maybe you've done drugs. Maybe you've had a a problem with alcoholism. Maybe you've been involved in pornography. Maybe you do all kinds of bad things. It doesn't matter. Jesus loves you. And so much so that before this program is done, if you are ready to turn your life around, we don't care what your story is. You could you know, be an atheist. You could be a backslidden Christian. You could have never even heard about Jesus. We're going to give you an opportunity before this program is done to get saved and to get set free. And I'll tell you what. We have a wonderful guest with us today. If you saw last week's program, we had his wife on the program. Yes. Her name was Laurie Armada, and I'll tell you, uh, Anthony, and by the way, our guest today's name is Anthony Armada. Your wife is no question on fire for the Lord. Now, uh, I, as I mentioned in her interview at, at one time, I think it was back in 2010, I might have had her as a guest on my radio program. But I've never had the the privilege of visiting with you. But I don't know a lot about you. I can tell you this, folks. He's a Philly guy, and he loves Philadelphia sports. That I know. But we're going to learn a lot about him today, and and I'm real excited to visit with uh, Anthony Armada. So, Anthony, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Greg, for having me. Okay. Give me a little bit of background. Uh, I just kind of let the cat out of the bag, but you're you're a Philadelphia guy, right? Yes, I am. So, you know, I'm I'm a South Jersey guy. Growing up in the city is probably a lot different. So give me a little bit of an education on the, on what it's like to grow up in the city of brotherly love. Uh, growing up in the city, um, it was uh, back in the day, it was, uh, it was not as violent as it is today uh, with the drugs and the alcohol and the gangs and the shootings and the stabbings. Um, it's always been a, a, a sports town. You know, we, we always uh, grew up... Uh, Watching the Flyers, the Phillies, the the Eagles, the Seventy Sixers, and and um, it's been always been a great fan of them, and and um, we always played sports all the time, uh, you know, from softball to baseball to f- uh, street football, and um, just uh, it's always had a good time in the city, and um, it's a great place. Uh, it was a great place to live growing up. Okay, so this really doesn't have much to do with with, with God, but we're gonna. We're, I promise we're gonna get there. But for those that you know know a little bit about Philadelphia, just enough to be dangerous, kind of like myself. You've got South Philly. You've got West Philly. Yes. You've got Center City. You've got Northeast Philly. What's kind of some of the major differences, let's say, between South Philly and Center City? And South Philly uh, is known for uh, cheesesteaks. <laughs> Gino steaks. By, uh, by the way, which is your favorite? Uh, Gino's. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so we, you know, we always had uh, Pat. Uh, it was Pat steaks and uh, Gino steaks, and now there's Tony Luke's. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, Anthony, were you were you born into a, a Christian home? I was uh, grown up as a, a Catholic in a Catholic family, um, Roman Catholic. Um, 
until I, you know, as I went into the service, I was in the Navy. Uh, I was a Navy CB for 20 years. I retired in uh, 2007. Um, so I was I was raised in a, in a Catholic home. I, I wasn't raised in a Christian home. Uh, I didn't learn the Bible, the Holy Bible, the Old Testament, or the New Testament. Um, so, there was, um, but I, I had catechism in, in Catholic school. Um, I did uh, nine nine years of Catholic uh, education, and then the last three was I graduated from South Philadelphia High. You, you mentioned you were Catholic, and it wasn't until years later that you became a Christian. Yes. Um, some people hear that and say, "Well, I've, I thought a Catholic is this." And can you explain the difference between you know between uh, you know how you were raised and how you kind of believe today? Uh, the difference is that I'm. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God, and uh, and also knowledge. We we learn knowledge by reading the Bible. Uh, we we learn about uh, what took place and where we came from, the Old Testament, from Genesis, from the Garden of Eden, um, Adam and Eve, and the sin, um, where Satan, uh, the, the serpent, tempted uh, Eve to eat, eat the fruit, and um, so sin came into the world, into the Book of Revelation, uh, to where you learn about uh, Jesus in the book of John, to um, so you learn about sin in the book of Re- uh, Romans. Um, and it, it's just all that knowledge uh, and the relationship, is, that's the big thing, is, uh, is the relationship that I have with, uh, with Jesus, my Father, uh, my Father in heaven, uh, that I didn't have when I was growing up. Um, I, it was, uh, it was, there was just something missing in my heart, you know. It was, uh, it was absent uh, from me. Uh, and that was that relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ. So you were in the service, and yes. uh, during that time, you still hadn't made the change in your life, though, right? That's correct. It happened after you got out of the service, right? Yes. Uh, do you remember the day, where you were, and how it came to be? Well, I, um, this one part I didn't tell you is um, while I was, I was in the service, I did, uh, I, I did learn about uh, some other uh like Baptist church, but you know, uh, maybe it's charismatic. Uh, I had some friends that had met that were Christian while I was in the service. So I, I think there's some seeds were planted while I was. You in. You kind of got curious more about it. You right. kind of started to get the hunger. But I, uh, I never uh, fully applied myself uh, uh, to being a Christian and to change my life. Uh, I was in my flesh, uh, drinking. I always felt that I, I had to have alcohol. I always had to have a party, and you know, I always had to evolve alcohol. Uh, that was. Uh, what I thought was filling the excitement uh, that was missing in my life. Um, and from that, it uh, caused heartache and pain and wrong decisions in my life, um, uh, doing, making decisions in my flesh. Mm. And uh, so, um, yeah, so I had to, you know, I had to learn uh, from, through all these uh, mistakes that I was making. And... Um, so in 2010, actually, um, while I was in, I, I did attend uh, the Mormon Church. Uh, I had gotten involved with that uh, for a little while, um, but I never had a, a biblical uh, background. I didn't know a lot about the Bible. Uh, uh, you weren't fine-tuned, so to speak. Yes. Uh, so, um, but in Galatians chapter one, it, it talks. Uh, Paul talks about that anyone preach any other gospel, and then the gospel we have preached. Let them be accursed, and and I uh, that really touched me. That here's Paul back then, explaining and telling us 
anyone that comes to you and preaches another gospel than the gospel we're preaching to you, that, you know, that them be accursed. And so, um, so are, this gospel here is on grace. You know, uh, Jesus saved us by grace, through faith, not by works or anything uh, that a man should boast. Mm. So you... It was, it was in 2010. Um, I came to the end of myself. Uh, you, you had had a lot of bad experiences. You were yeah, kind of broken yes, a little bit. Uh, you know, I made a lot of uh, choices in my flesh, uh, committing sin. Um, and I just said, you know, I'm not living this kind of life anymore. How did the Lord get a hold of you? Um, well, in 2008, I, I got a small King James Bible from Walmart, and I began to start reading through, and God was working in my life uh, little by little, and um, started to try to clean me up. And um, so it took, uh, took a little while, a year and a half, but in t- August of 2010 is when I really wanted to s- surrender to him and say, you know, I'm going to do it the Lord's way, do it Jesus' way. I'm going to I'm going to abide by His precepts, abide by the word, the word of God, and I'm going to turn from a life from living in, in sin in my flesh, and to to walk in the Spirit of God, and uh, and that's how I became born again. Hmm. Did, it, did it happen in the church? Did it happen with somebody praying with you? Uh, where did it happen? No, I I, I um, well I had uh, started going to a Christian church down in Tuckerton. It was a Christian Missionary Alliance church, uh, Lighthouse Academy. And I was going to Calvary Chapel, and um, so uh, little by little, uh, through the different sermons and everything, and, and reading the Bible, and um, I just turned from from living a life of sin. God was speaking to my heart, and and I said, "This is not the life I want to live," you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if I'm going to if I'm going to meet uh, a godly woman that's going to love the Lord, uh, that's going to love the Bible. Um, I have to get my act together. Okay. So you, you get your act together. Uh, at this point, you mentioned some New Jersey churches. I assume that you've moved out of uh, the city of Brotherly Love, got out of South Philly there. I guess you were uh, living in Jersey at the time? Or were you still well, living in well, Philly? Uh, when I left uh, Philadelphia, I went into service for 20 years. Okay. Oh, 20 I, years? Yeah, 20 years. Uh, 20 years as a Navy CB. I spent time Which is in, in Navy CB. What's a CB? Uh, CB is a Naval Construction Force. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was a heavy equipment operator, and, um, and I did 20 years. So I got out, and I um, I, I lived in uh, Tuckerton, New Jersey, and then I moved to Medford, New Jersey. Okay, and Burlington when, County. Yeah, it was, uh, that's when I, I started attending the Fellowship Alliance Chapel, Missionary Alliance Church, and uh, I was baptized there, and... Um, that's when the Lord uh, got a hold of me in August 2010, and I just um, wanted to give my life to Him, and um, I, I lived a celibate life, um, pure life, and I waited that, that for uh, uh, my wife that would be brought into my path, that God would bring her, and we met at the American Keswick at the Bible uh, conference there, and um, and we I'd like to witness uh, witness for Christ. Evangelize. So, you, so you were into the the street ministry already. Yes. Yes. Wow. How about that? So, when when you made the decision to surrender your life to the Lord, what were some of the noticeable changes that you can just kind of remember? Wow, this changed, or that changed, or this. I never had this desire before. Now I've got it. And any any noticeable things that you re- recall? 
I um, I stopped drinking. I stopped drinking alcohol. Did the desire go right away from that? Much? Um, it was about two months later. Uh, that desire uh, went away. Um, I had a desire to to get in the Word uh, every day, uh, to read the Bible every day. I had a one-year Bible that I was reading, and I, and Lord, uh, I wanted to spend more, devote my full time to Him. Um, so I, I I did away with uh, watching sports, uh, which was. Uh, was taking up some of my time, so I wanted to totally devote my time to him. So I, I got rid of Comcast. Uh, wow! <laughs> got rid of it all. Got rid of the Comcast. Got rid of the internet service to, to my condo that I was living at in Mefford, um, and um, so I could be much more focused. When I came home, there was no nothing interfering uh, with my time with the Lord, and um, I was I had more time to reading and studying, and it was kind of like going to seminary. <laughs> so you surrendered all for the Lord, yes, because that was He was that important to you, yes. So, um, so you're you're going down the right path. Tell me how you met your wife. Now you, you kind of alluded to it. You you went to the American Keswick, yes, Bible Bible Conference. Okay, so you went there to probably right. learn about the Word of God. Yes, probably never expected that you were going to meet your future wife there. Never expected that. Tell me how it happened. Well, there's uh, a lot of changes had to, uh, had to take place. Um, at the time, I was living in Medford, New Jersey. I had a condo, and actually, I was upside down on my mortgage. <laughs> uh, you were you were caught up in the in the big mortgage balloon. Right, right. Yes. Uh, when I bought it back in 2010, and um, I had a job change, so I I, I was working in Burlington Township at uh, at a federal facility, and um, that was closing. So I I took a job working uh, for the VA, uh, the veterans. And uh, Northport, New York, and um, when I, so in April of um, 2014, so you were working in New York State. Yes, New wow. York State, Long Island. Wow! And I um, only worked there 60 days because things the things didn't work out for me with the job, and I had resigned. And um, from from that, I I wind up uh, losing um, losing my uh, I had to lose the place, you know, and um, so from there. Um, it was in July of that summer of uh, 2014. I met her friend, and uh, and I told um, uh, Lori's uh, friend uh, uh, that I'd like to witness and uh, about tracks and everything. And and um, but God set it all up. Uh, he um, she went back, and uh, I, did, I had no idea I'd, I'd have, a, have her phone number or anything. You planted the seed. <laughs> I, I planted that seed, and and uh, and and God worked it out um, uh, to go back and tell tell our friend, my wife, that uh, you need to meet this guy. But at the time, they didn't even have a. Uh, it was a singles retreat. It was in um, uh, November of 2014. It was Christian even, singles retreat. Yes, uh, it wasn't even uh, scheduled. And, and then at the end of that that summer uh, in July, at the end of that week, at that the singles retreat there. They decided to schedule a retreat in November, and so um, so I decided to show up for the November retreat. And I was still living in Jersey. I was living in Tucker at the time, and um, and that's where I, I met my wife. Wow! <laughs> so you 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 met her. She came right in my path. And um, how did you how did you know it was the one that that other girl had mentioned to? Did she tell you or? Actually, I had, uh, had seen them together at first. Um, 
But uh, we were eating dinner that first night on a Friday, and, and um, she was at another table. And afterwards, uh, her friends had left and departed, and I was with uh, two other friends, and, and she come walking back into the dining room. And, and she walked up and where we were sitting, and uh, she said, hi, is your name Anthony? I said, yes. She says, well, my name's Lori, and I like to, I heard you like to evangelize. And uh, so, um, so I knew, uh, I said, God was setting things up, you know, I was oh, like, yeah. wow, you know, this is, uh, uh, this has never happened before, you know, and, um, but if we wait patiently and uh, for the Lord and we're obedient, uh, God will bless us. Yeah. Now you were, you you know, this has only been, what, the last 10 years or so you've been with Laurie? Actually, not even. Not even. Uh, three, it's been over three years now. So the Lord kind of set that all up. Yes. And he gave you the desires of your heart. Yes. He gave you a perfect match with a person that likes to evangelize. Yes. Uh, what are some of the, what are some of the things that, you know, that you feel that the Lord has been able to do through you and her at this early stage? Because obviously she was on last week. She shared some some incredible things. Uh, probably evangelizing as two, even though you're one because you're married, is probably a lot more powerful than you evangelizing on your own prior to marriage. Am I right? Yes. Why is it more powerful? Uh, we, uh, when you have two, you can put uh, 10,000 to flight, you know, um, we um, we pray together. Um, we 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 fast. Uh, we get into the Word together. Um, we devote our lives, uh, our bodies are the temple of God. Uh, we we strive to live pure lives. We're not perfect, um, and uh, we we seek God on uh, things that we can do out on the streets to uh, to win the lost, to bring hope, uh, to bring uh, light. Uh, to those that are out there, and um, we we seek uh, opportunities, uh, either be a sign ministry, going out on a corner. And, when you say sign ministry, uh, what do you mean sign ministry? Well, uh, the sign ministry that we have, uh, God put on our hearts, is is to be more effective to, to get the word out, that message out that that Jesus is coming, and uh, for God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, whoever. Whosoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life. And um, about repentance and sin. And we made these signs up. Uh, we, we, um, we took black magic marker and um, we made, uh, put the scriptures on the signs and everything. And um, we, uh, we pray about where to go, uh, what corners to stand on and stand out there. And um, also we do street ministry uh, in Millville on the high street. And um, and also we do the mall ministry, uh, and uh, we just, uh, God puts things on our heart. Uh, the Holy Spirit leads us, uh, and people that we would come in our path. And so the sign ministry, say you put a scripture, you know John three sixteen, just for the sake of an illustration, you put that scripture on on a poster, I guess. Yes. And what do you do? Just stick it out for display, and then people will approach you because they see the scripture. How does that? How does that all work? Well, we stand out there on a corner, uh, say like Landis Avenue. Okay. Some and, busy and, intersection. And, and really busy, uh, busy intersection where thousands and thousands of people are going through there, where there's a lot of shopping centers, and um, you know, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Um, and that draws people towards you. 
Well, they're riding by, driving down down the road, and uh, they see the signs. Um, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. Uh, you know, we we tell them about what sin is, and then we tell them that there's hope. You know, there's hope in Jesus. Now, Anthony, there may be some people that are watching this program today and say, you know, I, I really kind of get excited with this evangelizing, but I'm not quite too sure to, you know, I don't know what to say. I don't know if they ask me something. I don't know how to respond to it. Uh, what is what is some advice you can give to someone that is really thinking that that maybe is where the Lord might be steering them into evangelizing, you know, street ministry, different things like that, sign ministry? What's some advice you can give those people? Well, the first thing... Um we have to have that love of God, the, the love that God has given us to, to be able to love the lost. Um, and we have a message to tell the world that Jesus is coming. We're living in the last days. And, um, and, and through that love, uh, uh, we can't fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. So there is no fear. Um, and we just go. And even though your flesh might not want to go out there and stand on a corner where you have thousands and thousands of people going by, cars and buses, and uh, sometimes sometimes people uh, make comments, you know. But we're there to, uh, to save the lost and um, to get the message that Jesus is coming. Judgment's coming to this world. And uh, we, need, we need to seek the lost. Uh, we, need, we need more labors, you know, mm-hmm. to go out. Um, so that's what drives us, you know. Now, uh, have you been to the, the I guess, the, some of the Philadelphia Street Ministries? I've been to the, the Tuesday um, the ministry. Um, that's that's the only uh, street ministry. I've done some uh, Philadelphia ministries um, when I was um, in the beginning, right after I got baptized in 2011. I started. Uh, that's when I first started doing evangelism. Uh, Calvary Chapel had some. Uh, some meetups on North Broad Street. Mm-hmm. So I started getting my training then, going out on the streets and uh, teaming up in twos. Um, so I learned from there. And uh, Is there a difference with street ministry or sign ministry, say, as you know, big city as opposed to a, a smaller area like where we're in? Is there a difference in, in street ministry when you're in a bigger area as opposed to a smaller area? Well, in a, in a bigger area as far as uh, in the city, we're going to have a lot of people coming at us. A lot of opportunities. Uh, plenty of opportunities out there. More than you could probably handle. Yeah, so we need more laborers. <laughs> the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few, right? Right. So, but with the signs, with the signs, you can. A lot of people will read those signs. You know, uh, it's hard to get tracks to everybody in a big city, but on it. But a, the like, signs really draw them in. Yes. Wow. Wow. Well, I got to tell you, uh, that particular Tuesday ministry. It was years ago. I went out there with uh, Reverend Steve and, and Janice and. And I was really blessed. Uh, I probably should go back out there again sometime. I was really, really blessed. We went out there with a, with a camera, and watching what went on was just very, very powerful. And if you're a person that says, well, I want to see God at work. I want to I see the power of the Lord. I can promise you, tell me if I'm wrong, I can promise you if you go to a street ministry and see uh, people like Anthony and his wife Laurie talking to people about Jesus, I can guarantee that you're going to see power. Am I right? Yes. You're going to see the Lord move. You're going to see people set free. You're going to see people delivered from from illnesses. You're going to see people delivered from 
you know, withered hands, all kinds of healings, all kinds of people being set free. So if you are a person that is absolutely hungering for the Lord and, you know, you've got that niche, I, I think that this is a great thing to do, the street ministry. So, uh, you know, Anthony, the number one reason that you do street ministry is to, to get people saved and set free. Yes, Bottom yes. line, right? Yes. So. That's the number one reason we do this program. This is another way to evangelize. We're not out in the, the streets. We're not there by Geno Stakes, uh, you know, uh, uh, talking to people uh, necessarily right now. We might go out there sometime and talk to people, but bottom line is we want to give people an opportunity to get saved free, whether they're watching this program or, you know, on the street. So, Anthony, would you be willing right now to say a prayer for those people that are watching this program that say, I am ready to surrender all? Lord, I'm ready. I'm tired of having this life. I want to surrender. Yes. The Father in heaven, Lord Jesus, I just, I just come before you, Lord. Uh, I just pray for every person that be watching this program, Lord, that the Holy Spirit will work in their hearts, Lord, and, and comfort them, Lord. That I, I pray that, the, that they will know uh, that you love them so much that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life, Lord. And uh, that they would just give their lives to you, Lord. Turn from uh, from sin. Turn from wicked ways, Lord. Want to pick up that Bible, Lord, and, and read your word. Uh, to start out in, in the book of John uh, to know about, learn about you, Lord. Um, to to re- read Romans, uh, to know what sin is, uh, to turn from sin. And, um, Lord, I, I pray that the, the blood of Jesus Christ would be upon them, Lord, to give them strength, Lord, each and every day. And um, the angels would be charged over them, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to tell you, if you've prayed along with uh, Anthony and have made that decision, Next advice we can give you is to get involved in a church, right, Anthony? Yes. Get in the Word. Get in the Word. Um, you can start with the, the book of John uh, to learn about Jesus, uh, who Jesus is, who your Savior is, who, who God is. Uh, form that relationship uh, with our Heavenly Father. And, um, and then uh, you can deviate from there. Uh, go into the book of Romans uh, about sin. Uh, uh, Ephesians, uh, learn about grace uh, all throughout the, the, the New Testament. Uh, and then you read the Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, learn about wisdom. Mm. Uh, each and every day, there's 30 to 31 uh, days a month. There's a chapter for each day. And uh, uh, I do that every, every, every day. Start off with a, uh, something in the book of Proverbs. Very inspiring. Yeah, praise the Lord. So, Anthony, we want to thank you for joining us here on Second Chances. Uh, great to, to visit with you and uh, always enjoy talking to you. And ladies and gentlemen, i got to tell you, uh, being on fire for Jesus, if you are serving him today, I mean, I don't know a lot of guys, Anthony, and this is uh, absolutely, we'll, we'll end on this, but I don't know many guys, you know, I'm a, I'm a big sports guy too, but to... Uh, you know, get rid of the TV so you don't see the sports anymore. That that is truly selling out for the Lord. No, I, I pra- gotta, praise the Lord. I got to give you credit for that one. Now, listen, we all have our things that we're going to sell out for, but that one to me is is spectacular. So yeah, that praise the Lord. that is when you love the Lord so much that you're willing to make those kind of do those kind of decisions for the Lord. Yes, that's the love of Jesus. But if you want what this guy's got, 
If you want what all of our guests have, and that is the freedom, that is the love of Jesus, then do exactly what Anthony said, and then get ready, fasten your safety belt, your life is going to change, and it's going to change for the, for the best. Now, yes, you're still going to have ups and downs. You're still going to have some yes. valleys. You know, in the Bible, Paul said that no matter what, uh, we're still going to have trials and tribulations. And, and you might suffer for the Lord's sake, but it doesn't matter because when the Lord comes a-calling at the very end, you're going to be uh, with him up in the pearly gates. And that's where I want to be. And I know that's where Anthony oh, wants to Lord. be. And, and all of our guests on Second Chances want to be. And speaking yes. of guests... If you would like to be a guest on an upcoming episode of Second Chances, here's what you do. Visit our website, ascend-tv.com. Click on Contact Us, and then fill out the form in the subject line. Put in Second Chance Guest, and we'll have you on an upcoming program. After you, of course, hit Submit, we'll get back to you and have you on an upcoming program. Once again, Anthony, thank you very much for joining us. Our guest, Anthony Armada. Tune in next week for more Second Chances right here on a brand new exciting Christian television network that the Lord has brought into existence. We call it the Ascend Television Network.